This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you'd like more information about today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com and while at my website click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play or Spotify. Though the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the economy in both permanent and temporary ways, it hasn't dampened the dreamed of home ownership for plenty of Americans. During today's show, we're going to look at some of the reasons why you should buy a home as well as why ownership may not be a wise financial move for everyone. I landed on today's topic after coming across a really interesting article from The Balance, Eight Reasons to Buy a Home. The first reason you may want to buy a home is because of the simple pride of ownership. That ownership comes with knowing that because it's your house, it's your rules. Want to paint the kitchen walls hot pink? Well, it's your call. Want to build a wall of shelves just to display your Star Wars fear collection? Nobody's going to stop you. Once you own the place, that long list of rules that come with renting goes right out of the window. Most importantly, when you own a home, it's a clear signal that you're putting down your roots, and that makes you and your family feel more secure. When it comes to your finances, your home may increase in value over time, which may create future equity. Let's talk a bit about appreciation, because it's clearly something many people are banking on when they purchase a home. Although the real estate market can ebb and flow just like any other financial market, housing values do generally appreciate over time. A good tool to use when you're house shopping is the Federal Housing Finance Agency's House Price Index tool, which is available on their website. With it, you can track the history of home values in a given community and neighborhood. Another possible upside of home ownership is mortgage interest deduction. In fact, depending on your circumstances, you may even be able to view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor home owners. For some, taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction can be the driving force behind the decision to dive into home ownership. You should also be aware that to fully utilize the interest and property tax deductions, you'll need to itemize your deductions. 
because of the increased standard deduction that kicked in with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, some homeowners may determine that the standard deduction is a better strategy. The key is to keep your mortgage balance below the price you paid for the home because that way your mortgage interest is entirely deductible on your tax return. Remember, for a considerable bulk of the time that you're paying off your mortgage, interest is the largest element of your monthly payment. It's also true that a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes. IRS Publication 530 is a great resource for new homeowners and explains that in general, you can deduct your state and local property taxes. You should also note that many homeowners pay their property taxes within their monthly mortgage payments. Let's also talk a little bit about the capital gains exclusion for homeowners. If you've lived in your home for a minimum of two years out of the last five years, when you sell it, you can exclude as much as $250,000 for an individual and $500,000 for a married couple of the profit from capital gains. Additionally, you don't have to buy a replacement home or upgrade. You can use this exclusion on your taxes every two years, which essentially means you can sell a home every two years and enjoy the profits with some limitations without taxes. And here's another benefit of home ownership. If you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable within the exclusion, that money will be categorized as capital gains as long as you've lived in the home or owned the home for more than a year. And that benefits your wallet because capital gains are taxed preferentially compared to standard income tax, which may mean that even if your sales price exceeds the exclusion, your tax bill may be smaller than you think. Now, let's look at some reasons why you shouldn't buy a home. Another article from The Balance, Why You Shouldn't Buy a House, has some really keen insight that I think that might be helpful to some of our listeners. The first reason, not having a down payment, can possibly be categorized as good old-fashioned common sense. Unless you qualify for a VA loan or a first-time homeowner program, you're going to need a down payment that can range from roughly 3.5% of the sales price for an FHA loan to at least 10% of the sales price for a conventional loan. Your credit plays a major role in your ability to buy a home. If your credit score is south of 620, you might find it very hard to find a lender willing to do business with you. And if you find one, it's quite possible your interest rate and fees will be astronomical. Obviously, a higher interest rate means a higher monthly mortgage payment. FHA loans are slightly more permissible with credit scores of 580 still sometimes qualifying. In fact, as the article notes, nearly 20% of all homeowners have credit scores below 600. So while 
bad credit may not be completely disqualifying, it's likely to make your path to home ownership a bit more challenging. A high debt ratio is another potential hurdle for home ownership. Though lenders are often changing their standard when it comes to debt ratios, the percentage you're left with when you divide your monthly debt payments by your income, by your monthly income, should hit the sweet spot of about 43%. If your current debt is gobbling up more than half of your monthly income, you probably aren't in a position to add a monthly mortgage payment at this time to the mix. Before buying a home, you should ask yourself two questions. Am I happy with my current job? And do I think my current job is stable? If you have any inkling that your job might not be there months down the road, you should avoid saddling yourself with a mortgage. As the balance explains, foreclosure listings are full of people who are in the position because they lost their job. When you don't have a job, something has to give when it comes to your expenses. Buying grocery to put on the table and putting gas in the car to drive to job interviews are often prioritized before paying the mortgage, thus beginning a difficult cycle to break. It's important for people not to succumb to the mythology of the American dream and buy a house before they're ready. Waiting for a few years and spending the time working with a financial services professional to strengthen your financial strategy can make a world of difference. I think another good sign that you should keep renting is traveling a lot. Whether it is for business or pleasure, while condos are often considered a good financial move for people who are on the road to buying a home, the reality is that you're still paying a homeowner's association fee that's due every month, regardless of whether you're there to take advantage of those amenities or not. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit our website at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about today's show, please give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Chinwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.